It's Monday, April 10th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Good Will Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today. I hope you had a beautiful Holy Week, and uh, I hope that you take some of the lessons from Holy Week into the upcoming weeks and months of this year. I encourage you to head over to Good Will Talk, and not the daily, but to the real show that we have, a uh, full-blown 40 or so minute conversation between Pastor Tim and I about the different things that we can bring into the rest of the week. So that dropped today. I encourage you to go listen to that. That's also our farewell to Pastor Tim, because he has been on the show with us while Jess has been away. Uh, got a really cool special episode for you next week, and then Jess will be back for a new season of Goodwill Talk. But here at Goodwill Talk Daily, we're turning our attention back to Isaiah and uh, looking at the prophet Isaiah, the many things that we can learn from his prophecy. We're in Isaiah 35 today, and I think this is a natural next step for us out of Easter into this uh, upcoming week where we're trying to apply the good news of Easter, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Well, it's a call for us to follow him in spirit and in truth. That those of us who have been rescued by Christ, those of us who have been ransomed by him through his death and resurrection, well, we are called into a new heaven and new earth, into a new promised land. And we're going to learn a little bit about that today. Isaiah chapter 35, starting in verse 1. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands. Make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame man shall leap like a deer, the tongue of the mute sing for joy, for waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, the thirsty ground springs of water, the haunt of jackals where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, it belongs to those who walk on the way, even if they are fools they shall not go astray, no lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it, they shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. This is a beautiful prophecy that is speaking to those who are on the brink of being exiled. They're about to lose everything and be sent into Babylon. The Assyrians are knocking at the door, and we're going to read in these coming week, in these coming days this week that God's people withstand the threat from Assyria. Down in the south, in Judah, they're able to make it. The Assyrians don't destroy Judah the way that they destroyed Israel in the north. But that will eventually fall. They will fail. They will turn to other gods, and the Babylonians will come in, and they'll wipe out the south. The promise here is that even after exile, there will be a return, that the people will be brought home. And that's fulfilled. Less than 70 years later, people will return. But that's not the exile return that's being described here. 
No, there is a return home that is much greater than a simple return to Jerusalem. Yes, that picture of returning to Jerusalem, that historic event that happened after the exile, that is a picture of the ransomed of the Lord, of the rescued, the redeemed, walking on the way of holiness into the new Jerusalem, into glory. Look at the way it's described. The eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf, the deaf unstopped. The lame man will leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute will sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert, burning sand shall become a pool. This is a place of death that is transformed into a place of life. A place of brokenness, transformed into wholeness. And the way of the Lord, this way of holiness that we walk on, That is our path, the path of the redeemed people welcomed into home. That's what the resurrection does. The resurrection transforms everything. We are a new people now, new creatures, new men, new women, new children who are following after Jesus with all that we are because of all that he has done for us. And we walk on this way of holiness that he has paved for us in his own life, death, and resurrection. We follow the glorified Christ towards our own glorification one day where we too will be raised from death to life. We're new now. We are promised an eternal glory because of what Christ has done. We leave the high of Easter and we go right back to work on Monday, many of us. We're right back out there. I know for some Monday's still a holiday, but we, we leave, we go right back into the world and the glory of the resurrection can suddenly be shouted out by the chaos of the world. But brothers and sisters, what is real is resurrection. We live in a world of unreal. The reality of the scriptures, the reality of God's world, the kingdom of God really invading the kingdoms of this world. We're a part of that. We're a different people. We're a resurrected people. We wait for our physical resurrection as a resurrected people. You see, all of the piling on of truth, all of that piles up on each other and and, and something new is born. A new people, a kingdom people, a royal family, brothers and sisters in Christ following after him on the way of holiness. And, and we, we look forward today of no fear, no more predators, no more desire for food and drink. Look at the description here. We're burning wasteland is turned into a pool of water, a transformation of desert into an oasis. You see, God is about transformation in your life and in mine. In your community, in my community, in your family, in my family, he wants to transform. He's in the business of transforming, and he does so in us and through us. So here's my question to you. What is the desert in your life that needs to be transformed by the truth of Easter? Resurrection has happened. Resurrection has happened. And it is a promise, a guarantee, because now you have the Spirit. He ascended that the Spirit might descend and fill his people. You are a Spirit-filled person walking in resurrection power, and I want to know what desert in your life needs to be transformed. And I'm not talking about physical transformation here. The poorest among us might be filled with the most life because their reliance is not on the things of this world, but in the things of the kingdom to come. In what area do you need to rely on Christ and on his kingdom? In what area have you been trusting in your own strength, in your own power? 
What area of life have you said, I'm going to do this on my own? Give it over to the Lord that he might transform it for his glory and for your good. We are coming out of Easter, the highs of Easter, and we're going back into the lows of this world, many of us. How are you bringing Easter with you? That transformed life, how is that transforming everything around you? Let's pray together. Father, would you transform in and through us? Would we not leave Easter back in yesterday, but would we bring that truth of resurrection hope with us into Monday? Keep us going. Keep us pressing forward, Heavenly Father. Would we know that you see us, you love us, you transform us, where we are now a place where flowers bloom and pools of water satisfy our thirst, where the blind see and the deaf hear and the lame leap for joy. Would you loosen our tongues to sing the message of Christ, that gospel message that brings hope and joy to the world? Would you use us to transform? Transform us, Heavenly Father by your spirit, more and more into the image of your son, that you would be glorified, that we would be redeemed, and that all of those around us would have a beautiful display of your power in our lives. We love you. We thank you for all that you are doing and have continued to do in our lives and through us. We love you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for being with me tomorrow or being with me today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.